leathery mask. They warned me you were blunt, Captain Embleton. I thought they had to be exaggerating. They weren't. Bluntness is a time-saver, I find. She cocked her head at him. Ah, I see you're trying to smile. I promise not to scare your guests by doing that too often. I have an impulse to ask if you need anything to keep you warm. Most of our guests require something in this damp Atlantic wind. Though, of course, the worst of the weather is kept off by our sonar and electromagnetic screens. She snapped her fingers. Conseil? A dustbin-sized robot rolled away from another clump of guests and towards the captain. May I serve you? Falcon, surprised, found himself nostalgically charmed. Hello, little fellow. Are you any use at making snowmen? Webster raised his eyebrows. Never mind. Embleton said, We can get you anything you need, Commander. Most people in these situations ask if I'm liable to rust. I did think of it. Anyhow, I'm sure you won't feel out of place here. She leaned over and murmured discreetly, You aren't our only guest from outer space. Look over to starboard. Falcon made out a group of passengers, tall, elegant. When they moved, metal glinted on their limbs, and even from here he could hear a whir of servo motors. Martians. Third generation. Bigwigs in Port Lowell. On Earth, they can't get out of bed without their exoskeletons and I'm told that the intensive work done to save you pushed that technology ahead by leaps and bounds. Glad to be of service, Falcon said. Embleton nodded. You may not be very good at smiling, Commander, but you can tell a joke. They took a step closer to the railings around the edge of the deck, and you seem to be taken by our sea sprites. Is that what you call them? Captain, my background is the World Navy, but I'm out of my depth here. Took me a while to figure out that these beasts were mechanical rather than exotic dolphins. Well, there are dolphins around, and all manner of other wildlife. The seas have rather recovered, you know, since the bad old days. No, these sprites are best thought of as wardens, and very helpful to us they are. Come, walk with me. It was a reasonable hike. The carrier's flight deck was a mile long, the passengers had been told and quilted with hatches that had once released fighter aircraft and smart missiles. To Falcon, looking ahead from near the bow of the craft, the great superstructures and fin-shaped hydroplanes at the stern were faded grey by mist. Embleton said, walking slowly, Commander, the dear old Sam Shaw is a war veteran, ninety years old, and spends much of its time in dry dock. When at sea, we use any intervals when we're not under power, like this one, to allow the sprites to tend to the hull, the engine vents, even keeping off the barnacles is a challenge. The sprites are independently powered, autonomously controlled. Self-powered, yes, of course, but only a small degree of autonomy. The sprites are controlled from the ship by the bosun. The bosun? Our main computer, which itself is essentially subordinate to the commands of the crew. She glanced down at Conseil, which had followed them, holding an empty drinks tray in one flexible manipulator. Interesting to reflect that the most advanced artificial intelligence on board is actually this little chap. Falcon bent to read the robot's manufacturer's plaque. He learned that Conseil was a general-purpose homiform Mark IX, a product of Minsky & Good Incorporated of Urbana, Illinois, United States, Atlantic Partnership. Falcon knew the name. Minsky specialized in computing technology. They marketed the best desktop models available, and some of their advanced minisecs were small enough to fit into a pocket.
An experimental model, able to take the initiative to some extent, makes his own decisions about which guests to serve next, to anticipate requests, that sort of thing. And he has some emergency response capabilities. I'm told that, in fact, he's capable of a good deal more independent thought and decision-making than our bosun. And here he is serving drinks. But that's the way we like it, of course, with people in charge. Webster asked, Can't say. Why that name? Falcon tutted. Philistine. A Jules Verne reference, of course. Webster wasn't impressed. That's rich coming from someone who looks like a prop from a Verne movie. What about time delay? Embleton looked up at Falcon. I'm sorry? In your control of the sprites. Here they are, playing around within meters of what I believe are your main ballast tanks, running along the hull here. Embleton smiled. You've looked us up, I see. Given what happened with the Queen Elizabeth, I see why you'd be...